You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Welcome back to the Alter Echo Sermon Podcast, St. John's and friends. Uh, this is the scripture and the sermon for Sunday, February 20th. Um, uh, as I'm preparing for this, I'm mindful of just a couple things. Um, number one, that we are very nearly uh, approaching a couple of exciting things in our congregation. Um, number one is Camp Sunday on Sunday, February 27th. Um, this is going to be a fun day together as we celebrate some of our outdoor ministry partnerships and think about the ways that God works through camp experiences for young and for old and everyone in between, which is most of us. Um, and following that pretty quickly, uh, we have Ash Wednesday kicking off the season of Lent on March 2nd. Um, so if you're interested, join us for worship uh, on Ash Wednesday, March 2nd at 6.30 p.m. Um, we're worshiping both in the building and on live stream. So if you are a person who um, is, is listening to this from far away, um, or just from the comfort of your own home, just know that our evening worship services during Lent will be available on the live stream. But back to the heart of it, uh, the message for today is based on the scripture, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 8. And we are in chapter 26 of Brian McLaren's book, We Make the Road by Walking. And this chapter is titled, Making It Real. Making it real. So let's make it real together and read some scripture, shall we? Uh, Hebrews 11, chapter 1, verse, chapter, <laughs> let me say that again. <laughs> Hebrews 11, chap, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to get it, I promise. Here we go. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith, our ancestors received approval. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God, so that what is seen is made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable gift than Cain's. Through this, he received approval as righteous, God himself giving approval of his gifts he died, but through his faith, he still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken so that he did not experience death, and he was not found because God had taken him. For it was attested before he was taken away that Enoch had pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God, for whoever would approach God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. By faith, Noah, warned by God about events as yet unseen, respected the warning and built an ark to save his household. By this, he condemned the world and became an heir to the righteousness that is in accordance with faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was yet to receive as an inheritance. And Abraham set out, not knowing where he was going. Dear friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. 
All right, so we heard as a refrain in this reading the phrase, by faith. By faith. So let's think about faith together today. Uh, and to get us started thinking about faith as it functions for us and as we hold it to be true, um, if I asked you what the first word, the very first word is that comes to mind when you think about faith, what would that word be? Just one word. What's the first word that comes to mind when you think about the word faith? I'm going to give you just a moment to think about that and hold whatever it is, that one word that comes to mind, hold that as you hear the rest of this message today. In our Lutheran Christian faith, and perhaps even far beyond that, um, I think we have this common way of talking about faith, sort of a shared rhetoric, that faith is about what I believe, that faith is about what I value and what matters to me. But, friends, for any of us, do you ever really have faith completely on your own or alone? Can you have faith in isolation from others or apart from other people? If faith is a matter of what I believe, what I value, what matters to me, can you have faith without ever being around others or talking to people or listening to someone else? Could you be a person of faith, say, for example, as a hermit <laughs> who lived in your own little cabin way up in the mountains, hundreds of miles away from any other living human being? Can you do faith all by yourself? Perhaps I'll ask you in this way. How would your faith be different if you were not part of a church community? It doesn't have to be St. John's, of course, although we value that you are a part of our community. But how would your faith be different if you were not part of any church community? If you tried simply to have faith all on your own without anyone else, you might think, well, I suppose I could be at home reading my Bible. But you know what? You already have other people involved in that. There are, of course, the authors who wrote the stories in the Bible. There are people in the Bible stories about whom the stories are about their lives. And there are always other people who are reading the Bible somewhere else in the world or even just across the street from you, or if you're a hermit across the mountain, right? We're not alone, even if we're sitting at home all by ourselves reading our Bible. There are always other people involved in that. So can you have faith on your own all by yourself? Well, Maybe, I suppose, you could just pray by yourself, silently, in your own head, without saying anything out loud. Maybe no one else would even know that you're praying at all. But if you think about it, how far can you really get into the content of your prayers before you end up praying for someone else or about someone else? Could you get very far into your prayers if you never mentioned another person or their needs or maybe how you need to forgive them? Hmm, that's not going to work either. Well, I suppose you could go out and serve others. Oh, wait, 
If you're going to follow Jesus by serving and really lean into that aspect of your faith, I suppose you can't really serve others without, you know, having someone to serve. So I challenge you, people of God, to imagine a scenario in which it is actually possible to have faith all by yourself without anyone else. Because at its core, faith is a matter of us, not a matter of just you or just me. By its very nature, the way God designed it on purpose, faith is inherently communal. Faith is something we physically and spiritually cannot do on our own. We need one another. Because it's the, um, the time of the Winter Olympics, let's use a sports metaphor here to think about this. Faith is not an individual sport, but it's a team event. Do you know those stories that we hear sometimes, those really heartwarming stories in which, say, there's a, there's a, a, a running race to be had? I feel like we hear about this sometimes with marathons specifically. All the runners are individually doing their own thing, running their race, and as they near the finish line, one of the runners, their legs give out, or they just can't continue for some reason, and it looks like that runner is not going to be able to finish the race. But the other runners, their competitors, their opponents, see this, and out of respect for the work that this runner put in and their commitment to their sport, the opponents, the competitors pick up that runner and carry them across the finish line, and they end up doing this together. Maybe faith is a little bit like that. In fact, I would offer faith is a lot like that. <laughs> but not only are we holding up the injured runner between us, but we take turns doing that for each other when we're the one who's injured. By faith, we bear each other with each other. We bear for each other and we bear through each other. We hope for others when they are barely holding it together. And the inverse too. You are being held up in the prayers of the community when it's your time that you feel like you are barely holding on, that you can barely keep it together and barely stand, which is a whole nother issue. We should be able to bring our real selves and our issues and our concerns together as people of faith. But if you need to be private about it, you do you. That's all good. But let's add another layer here to this too. As you and I bear faith for one another and with one another, God is also bearing all of this for us as we take turns holding each other up when we need to be held up. God bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, loves all things. God is holding all of us up together in an above and beyond kind of faith that goes far greater than the faith that we can even have for each other, which, if I can say so, is pretty powerful faith that we have together too. Our faith makes it real. When we have faith together, our shared faith makes real for all of us 
what wouldn't be real if we were on our own. Our faith makes real for all of us when we show up in faith for more than just me, myself, and I. When we give each other what we have, we discover, I think, in faith that there is actually more than enough for all of us. By faith, like Hebrews said, we can, like all of those faith superstars we heard in the reading, we can be like Abel, who offers to God. We, like, like Enoch in faith, can experience res resurrection. We, in faith, like Noah, can build up part of what God is doing. We, like Abraham, in faith, can follow where God is leading us when we don't know where that's going to end up, when we have no idea. And like all the other greats of faith, we can offer what we have, trusting that it will be useful, that it will matter, that it will make a difference for someone, whether that includes us or not. And like the many greats of faith in the Bible, as Hebrews continues beyond where we stopped reading, even when we don't get to see the fruits of our gift, even when we don't get to see how it all plays out, we still offer what we have, trusting that it matters for all of us and that it will be more than enough for what God needs. Which is really pretty fantastic if you ask me, because, and I'll pick on myself here, if it were up to me as one person to have enough faith for me all of the time, it would never be enough. I would probably run out alarmingly quick, to be honest. I would feel like an utter and complete failure if it was up to me and only me to have enough faith for my whole life. But when we have faith for each other, then I believe that our shared faith is strong and sturdy enough to flex, to give and to take, to adapt as we need it and as each of us needs according to what we're going through. So who here, listeners, is barely holding on who among us is really living down in the pit in this time and is just needing God to do some of God's great work to turn it around? You, if that's you, you are more than welcome to rely on my faith and on the faith of this community of St. John's. You are welcome to rely on the rest of us. We have faith for you, even if you don't have faith for yourself. And who among you, listeners, is feeling spiritually well, maybe even healthy, <laughs> or at least well enough that things are going okay and you feel like you're in a good place in your faith and you're getting some nourishment and nurture and things are moving along and they're clicking. You might not say great, but at least functioning well, <laughs> functioning helpfully. Thank you to those of you who are feeling spiritually well. Thank you for bearing with your neighbors and holding 
for the ones who are barely holding on today. Thank you for bearing that for us together. It's your turn today to have faith for the rest of us, and it's probably been your turn on a different day to rely on us. And the next time you're feeling low, we will still be here for you too. We do this together, people of God. We may not be all in the same boat because we all are going through different things and we all have different resources at our disposal, but as people of faith, we are all in the same storm together and it is a storm that is never apart or beyond God's loving care. So when you can't believe for yourself, we will have enough belief for you. When you can't hope for yourself, we will hold hope for you. When you can't pray for yourself or anyone else, we are already praying for you. When you can't trust God on your own, our trust in God will be enough for you. And when you cannot see what God is doing, and the way feels cloudy at best. We will hold the vision of God's kingdom for you and remind you that you have a place already secure in that kingdom. This, this bearing together, this believing together, this weird and complicated and beautiful and messy work of communal faith together, this is what makes our faith real. You <laughs> give an important gift to this community of faith and may the gifts that you receive when you can't hold on be the peace that passes understanding and give you exactly what you need to continue in faith and in life, trusting trusting that we believe for you, that we are here for you, and that you are here for one another, come what may, because God has called us to do faith together and to love one another. In the love and in the power of Jesus, we say, thanks be to God. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. 
Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.